Welcome back to the Hill Podcast. This is OVA. It's draft day. We see our guys rising up the draft boards like crazy. We could see Juan Thornhill go tonight, round one. And a surprising name that we've seen rising late is Tim Harris. Uh, Pro Football Focus actually had Tim Harris in the mid-third round in their latest mock draft, which was released today. And they had Juan going mid-second. But Juan could easily go mid-first. And Tim Harris could also easily go mid-seventh round. Uh, That's very fluctuating. You could also see Chris Peace and Alameda go anytime from round four to seven. I think Chris Peace might go towards the end, round seven or undrafted. He'll pick up with the team in training camp, though. I could definitely see Alameda going round four. Um, That leads me into my next topic, football recruiting, the new guys. Recently had Bud Clark, a four-star Louisiana defensive back, uh, picked us over LSU, Ole Miss, TCU, and Kansas on the 16th of this month. We plucked him right out of LSU's backyard. Uh, he's one of the biggest commits of the Mendenhall era, and he certainly has NFL potential. He could be one of those guys that's gone in three years. Uh, Justin McCoy of basketball, the 6'8 small forward out of North Carolina, picked the Hoos on April 15th over UNC, NC State, and Penn State. Uh, Tony actually beat Roy in a late head-to-head recruiting battle there. And with Kyle, Dre, and Ty all leaving and Mamadi exploring his options, uh, along with the Marco Anthony transfer, Bennett's going to have three to four open scholarships, uh, which is a unique situation. And understandably so, as a result, we've been linked to a lot of grad transfers, including the Hauser brothers and a, uh, an unnamed mystery guard that apparently UVA is, quote, in deep with. Um, but the Hauser brothers, they're going to take a visit to the Hoos in May, I believe May 17th, they're also taking visits to Michigan State, Iowa, and Wisconsin. I feel good about our chances with them. And then on football, two, two early stock risers we got from spring practice so far. Look out for Noah Taylor and Wayne Talapapa to take the biggest leaps this year. Uh, Noah Taylor has already gained 25 pounds, and he says he's looking to gain more. Um, in a recent interview, he says he feels like he's better at stopping the run than he was at this time last year. Uh, Wayne T, the poly power, Arvia, who's been on this dude since before he went on his mission, uh, look for him to make an impact in an extremely crowded backfield. Yeah, we, we might have the best running back stable in the ACC. It's hard to say we don't. Uh, and then five-star UVA priority basketball target, Johnny Juzang, recently reclassified from class of 2020 to 2019. Uh, this could be a good sign for the Hoos, as Bennett would probably prefer that he take a 2019 spot, thanks to all those open scholarships. And this decision may have very well been impacted by uh, Bennett. Juzang's parents strongly prefer UVA, and the biggest rain- remaining competition for him is that slimy bastard Coach Cal and the Kentucky Wildcats. Mendenhall's also said on multiple occasions he's looking to add one to two grad transfer receivers. Uh, a name that we keep hearing pop up is Terrell Chapman, a, uh, I believe, 6'4 receiver out of Arizona State. Uh, my ACC Coastal predictions, this is my preseason predictions. I'll put out another one closer to the season. I have UVA as a number one, unbiased. But the talent is there. We have the most stable quarterback situation by far in all of the Coastal. Um, the defense, the depth is starting to accumulate. Broncos' plan, Broncos' vision is starting to become reality. Uh, number two, I have Miami. Uh, they, 
their loose band of grad transfers is not going to be able to win the Coastal, but it should be able to be enough talent to get them a top three spot in the Coastal. Number three, I have a bit of a surprise, I guess, is uh, Pitt. Pat Narduzzi just coaches that team tough. I mean, they just play hard-nosed football, and they know how to get in the head of these weaker ACC offenses. Uh, four, I have Duke. Cutcliffe's got that thing going in the right direction, and they shouldn't see too much of a drop-off after losing Daniel Jones. They have another good quarterback in the fold. Uh, five, I have UNC. Uh, Mac Brown isn't going to revolutionize UNC. I think this is going to be a short, very overhyped uh, stint that he has. Uh, they'll improve somewhat. Uh, I see them getting a couple wins in the Coastal this year. And then at number six, I have our good old friends over in Blacksburg, Virginia Tech. Um, I actually put out this list on Twitter, and uh, our bud Dex Hollyfield retweeted it. Didn't see what he said, but he's probably talking shit as always. Um, there's no reason not to put them this low. The Hokie fans are so overloaded with this arrogance. The unbelievable amount of responses I got on this list, they still think they have a top 15 football program. They still think they have a program that's capable of winning the Coastal, and they don't. Newsflash, they don't. Their starters are all grad transfers from MAC schools and Sunbelt schools. Uh, they're very, very, very weak. They've just they've had a significant drop-off, and it's going to be fun to watch all the Hokie fans kind of realize, like a slap in the face, they've just refused to accept reality at this point. I thought it would be more apparent to them after they got cock-slapped by Cincinnati in the bowl game. And for just out of sheer fate, we blew our last week matchup against them. That was complete luck. Um, but Virginia Tech is not returning a lot of talent. Ryan Willis might be their best player. Their grad transfer quarterback from Kansas. Um... Should be a very weak year for the Hokies. Probably five and seven, six and six for them. And then at seven, I have Jeff Collins and Georgia Tech. They just ran the triple option for what two decades? They're not going to be able to turn it around year one. Uh, maybe maybe Collins will get it rolling down the line. I personally don't think he will. I've never thought fond of him as a coach when he was a Temple or any other place. Um, I think he'll end up out at Georgia Tech within five years' time. Uh, I do believe Georgia Tech has some dark days ahead of them for the next half decade or so. Uh, spring game Saturday is coming up. I'm not going to be able to make it, but if you can go, you should. It's at 1 p.m. on the 27th at Scott Stadium. There's going to be open tailgates, equipment sales, and for the first time in the Mendenhall era, it'll actually be an offense versus defense real game format. Uh, that's that's a big that's a big difference because in the past it's just been a, sort of an open practice. Um, but once again, if you can go, you absolutely should. Not only is it fun, but recruits will be there. Uh, they and the team both notice how full the stands are. That impacts them, believe it or not. Um, so get drunk, get rowdy, and enjoy the afternoon in Charlottesville, the home of the NCAA Tournament Champions. Wahoo motherfucking wah.